Welcome to episode number 121 of HearthCast, recorded on Saturday, May 26, 2012, and made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. This is Freckleface, I'm a Blood Elf Healden, and we are the number one podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. And this is Root, my main is 85 Goblin Warlock on the Deathwing server. And our topic for today is, things Blizzard could do right now to eliminate WoW Burnout. Also in this episode, we're going to open up the email bag. we got some listener email. We're going to answer that. We ask the question, what is efficiency, really? Freckleface says, no, you're homos. We find out what made Root turn into Rude Root. We take a look at an add-on that gives Freckles face nothing less than the giggle fits. Demonic Creek is back from the dead with a segment of his. And we're going to find out if Freckleface is actually going to blush this episode or not. And now... From the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by ReduceTheLag.com. You can drop your latency by up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today. And youtube.com slash Artwork. Wow, boss videos for normal people. Want to give a shout out over to our guildmates on the Hordalese on the Deathwing server. Also, Torin Think Tank podcast over to uh, Remgar and Jules. Go check them out. It is like a therapy session on your MP3 player. It's that good. So go check them out. Much love and respect to them. Also, everybody following us on Facebook, we thank you for that. We're up over 700 fans on Facebook. That's awesome. So it's getting there. Mm-hmm. It's legit. And from Twitter, Mike Thomas, he uh, has a, a a blog over at heelkin.wordpress.com. And Crazy Agile, he and I had a conversation about what Blizzard is doing to his life. Oh. Pretty much just, he's like, what's left? And I'm like, well, now they're going to add an expansion. And they're going to add this. And they're going to add zones. And they're going to add bosses. He's like, oh, no. So, yeah, it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny, indeed. Nerdapalooza. Never before have all the multifaceted sides of the D20 of nerd music come together for one amazing evening of dorky decadence. Chip tunes, nerdcore, hip-hop, video game metal, sock puppet rock, dementia parody, and anything else you can imagine a nerd playing on a guitar. For more info, visit nerdapalooza.org. That's right, folks. Nerdapalooza is coming up very soon. Freckleface is going to be there. Cannonface is going to be there. And I'm going to be at the Grand Canyon. Aww. Yeah, conflict a little there. <laughs> um, you know, it was one of those things where I had already booked the tickets and everything, and then Nerdapalooza came out, and you told me the other week, hey, isn't that like the same day that you're going to go? I'm like, oh, yeah, it is. But you and Cannonface are going to be there, and that's awesome. That's right. So well, for fun. more information, head over to nerdapalooza.org. It is a nerd fest of the ages. I highly recommend it. Um, hey, you know what today is also? What? The Orlando Wild Meetup Group. Oh, I'm excited. I am, too. We're going to go there today after the podcast. we got some run around to do. We're going to end up over at, um, where are you having at this time? Is it the same place? Yeah. Mellow Mushroom? Mellow Mushroom, that's right. The Mellow Mushroom Pizza Place, which they make really good pizzas there, yeah. by the way. Anything. I'm having a salad today, though. But, you know, and I've said this a couple of podcasts in a row now, but I highly encourage you guys to go over to, to meetup.com. And type in like your city name and WoW or your city name in World of Warcraft and see if there's any WoW meetup groups near you. Um you know, I highly encourage people to actually get out and socialize, not just make friends, you know, behind the screen. Make friends IRL as well. Makes it's, the game much more fun. It does. It's it a does. lot more it is. Even though we haven't done anything yet with them, really. 
But we'll get there soon enough. So, hey, Freck. Hey. How are you? Awesome. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Okay. It's a Saturday. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice. So, what's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? Uh, My warlock, uh, Soul Sister. Soul Sister. Yep. Remember, I'd had problems with that Kodo. Yeah. It's a vehicle quest. Still peeing. It's Brutus. Yes. Brutus the peeing Kodo. It's a vehicle quest, and you have to get on this Kodo. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, unlike most vehicle quests, you don't actually have control over the vehicle. Right. It just it wash just it takes around. you. Yeah. It just takes you, and you just fight it and just kind of be on there. True. But what had happened was I would get on, and um, the Kodo would stop kind of in the middle, and it wouldn't be able to get off. And it no. wouldn't be able to hearth, and the only way I could you know, get out of it was to exit the game. Could you do like a stuck to a GM? Oh, oh. I didn't try that, but yeah. it's just easier just to log out. Because that, what that'll do is... It's just too much. I yeah, understand. Wait, all right. And whenever I'd come back to the um, the quest giver, I've even tried abandoning it and picking back up again. Um, I could see the Kodo there, right. but it would say that he was gone. That He's he peeing, yeah. And this had happened um, several times over the course of like a month. So I finally put in a ticket, and the ticket response that I got back was basically it's a known issue. They're working on it. So there was nothing really that the GM could do for me at that point. Oh. So just kind of had to move on and try to finish doing the quest in Ashenvale. Um, I did receive some lovely glyphs, and I just want to give a uh, big shout-out to Taz, because he'd actually listened to the last podcast where I had said they were so expensive, and he whispered me, he's like, hey, I heard that, just, you know, what do you need? So Right, I mean Taz and the Deathwing, uh, Hordelies. Yes. Or Guildmate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tazebra. Um, so I was able to just, you know, go through my little chart and see what I wanted and say, hey, do you have these three? And he said, of course. And I had them within minutes. So, you know, big thank you to Taz. It was awesome. Um, you and I ran Kara, the first boss. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. And then we ran Lower Black Rocks. <laughs> we didn't mean to. We just ended up running that. Well, we were trying to find something that mountain area. We didn't really know where we were going. No. I was incredibly distracted. What was going on? I had two different chat conversations and you and Mumble and then the <laughs> hubby in the room trying to talk to me. Right. And it was just, it got yeah, complicated. I, I noticed, like, I, I would turn around and you weren't behind me anymore. I know. And then I got lost. And we got separated uh, and we got lost. And then the maps didn't scary. help. The maps did not help at all. <laughs> because, like, I'm right beside you, not anywhere near me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but we ran through it. You finished it somehow. And I got two pets. Yeah. What was awesome. the awkward thing you said that freaked your husband out? Oh, you were talking about. You're um, smack talking the ogres, and you're like, ah, I killed him before. Or you, you know, even woke up. Woke and, I, and I just said, oh, well, dying in your sleep's a good way to go. Except I was in the middle of a conversation with my hubby, and he didn't realize <laughs> I was saying that to you. <laughs> so, your husband, so, so Canaface thought you were talking to him. Right. And so you're like, dying in your sleep. Right <laughs> that, yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying it's to so picture weird. myself in that same situation, and, and, and Mrs. Root said to me, I, I might sleep with one eye open that night. <laughs> you know? I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> wow. So it was, yeah, it was fun. Um, what about you? Well, um, had my birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah, we changed the raid uh, day to uh, uh, Saturday, uh, Thursday, one of those days, Thursday. Uh, because I had my birthday on Friday, and mm-hmm. I took Mrs. Root out to Blue Man Group um, at Universal Studios. Highly recommend that to anybody who gets a chance to see them or go see them. Uh, I know they, they go on tour. Highly recommend them. Great show. Was it everything you imagined? And more. Yeah. Uh, we had VIP passes. 
So we got like uh, instead of waiting in line with all the with all the sweaty people, we got to go up and and chill out in what what was called the uh, some lounge. I forget what they said. He had some name for it, like the Blue Lounge or something like that. Oh. Um, it was just so cool because like you get up there and you chilled out. It was air conditioned. It was comfy leather seats and it was like a lounge. It was a lounge. Nice. And then yeah. we went down. We had great seats. We had fourth row seats. Um, they they did the VIP treatment right. So I mean, we got escorted to our seats. It was so cool. Um, and then Mrs. Root was actually sitting in one of the seats where they kind of do something pre pre show. So she got kind of singled out for what? Uh, they put a spotlight on her. And told her she's going to sing a national anthem. So did she do it? <laughs> no. Would didn't. you have done it? Uh, I, I don't know. Um, but so we, no, we didn't say that. And then after the show, after the Blue Man Group show, uh, we actually got to go back up to the lounge. Uh, they gave us a free program, which was like a five dollar program, which or, or more. I don't know how much it was free for me. Theme park was probably twelve bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but then uh, we got to meet uh, one of the guys, and he actually spoke to us. He told us, I will, "I'm going to come out of character. I'll speak to you guys." But if anybody, so we're the only ones there. He's like, "If anybody else comes up, uh, I'm going to go back into character. I'm not going to speak. Don't be offended." So that was cool because we actually got to talk and meet and ask questions, like you know, specific to the show about. And I'm not going to give anything away because if people haven't seen the show, then you know they. Can, Anyhow, a great time. On our raid, uh, we took some more alts, and it was really cool. Here's the cool part about it. Uh, we got to a point where we wiped, um, I think because of heals. And, um, yeah, we and, uh, basically we swapped out. We said, all right, bring your mains back, and we'll go. And so that was cool. I liked that decision by our raid leader to say, okay, we'll try it with alts. If we can't pull it for whatever reason, we will replace the, the, you know, the weak link. And we did. Um, and then we ran it again this week, of course, because we're trying to get our, our rogue his uh, epic daggers, or legendary daggers, I'm sorry. And so we ran again this week, and it was just pretty much face-walked it, or whatever, face-rolled it, face-walked. Except I made a stupid, stupid mistake. Stu- I mean, literally, this should be like, I should replace my looking for fail later on in the segment with this. But, yeah, I didn't forgot to use my flask. I went and I got it out of the cauldron. And then I'm like, I'm not going to waste it on the first boss because he's like, or the first kind of trash because it's mm-hmm. just easy. Right. I was like, I'll wait and I'll, you know, I'll use it later. That way, if this goes longer, because we had some alts in there. And if it goes longer, I'll, I'll have my flask longer. And I'm, I was like, man, my DPS is really stinking. There's two reasons my DPS was stinking. And one of them was the fact that I hadn't played in a week and I was just rusty. And the other part was I forgot to use my flask. It wasn't until Blackthorn, Blackhorn rather, we were on the ship. And I'm like... I mean, what is going on? And I looked at my bag for something I'm like, oh, oh no, I know. What, I remember what it was. I came back from a break and I was like, I wonder how long we've been in here because we're, I think we're doing pretty good. Let me look at my flask because that's how we judge. We judge by the time left on a flask because how long we've been in. I didn't see my flask icon. Oh no. I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I looked, I'm like, oh, oh, this is bad. So I, I, I texted uh, Hotpox, who wasn't Hotpox. He was on one of his alts. He was on his hunter. I don't remember his hunter's name. And I was like, I forgot to use my flask. He's like, fail! <laughs> I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but we still, we still, I mean, we still got through it. It's all right. You right. Know. And you, um, you and I both signed up for OpenRaid.us. <laughs> yeah. We're going to use that at some point. We're going to have yeah. Richard on next week. I, we're going to talk about it. It. I've just been missing. Uh, I signed yeah. up for a Raid and they're like, okay, you've been selected. And then I had to leave the house. And right. then, so yesterday I'm like, okay, I'm going to sign up for Raids. And I signed up for some Raids. And I'm like, I get selected for the Raids. And I wasn't home. I thought I'd be home by then, and I wasn't. What happened? Uh, I was at a family event. My daughter had a play. Mm-hmm. Seven uh, Snow White and the Seven Thieves. Oh. No, no, Seven Robbers. Well, same thing. 
it was, a new one. Yeah, it was a cute little school play. Yeah, it was cute, and uh, but it just lasted longer than I didn't. I wasn't taking into account that we had to wait for her to clean up. I was, I was like, oh well. And then this morning, I got on Open Raid. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. What? So what happened at the play? What? Oh. <laughs> I, I I lean over to Mrs. Root and I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. how long is this game gonna take? Because you'd sign it for like what a nine o'clock, yeah, 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 nine and nine thirty uh-huh. raid. I'm like, I'd be home by then, right? Yeah. I'm like, how long is this gonna take? She's like, why? Do you have a raid? And I kind of looked at her like, oh man. And she goes, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> so she don't get it. No. And then this morning I signed up for one, mm-hmm. and I got selected. It was a Firelands run, and then it just it didn't materialize. Oh, go. So I wonder if that happens. And this was like an impromptu. It wasn't like one you signed up for. It was a guy coming into the chat room over and opening that you was and trying to put together something, mm-hmm. and it just. But he's going to be trying to run them. He tries to run it well, every. How did you know you were selected if you were at the play? You get an email. Oh. And it's like, you have been selected for this thing. And then it tells you, uh, it gives you like a warning email. It's like, you should be ready to go. And then it's like, um. the raid is about to begin. And like, oh man, not only am I not there, but I'm getting insulted on my email. So. <laughs> yeah. uh. And then um, I- I'm mad at you. Why? Well, it's more of a, um, what's that thing called uh, when you're not really mad at somebody, but you say you're mad at somebody? Redirection. Misdirection? Misdirection. Okay. Something like that. All right. Yeah. what I do? I've now team logged like four pieces of gear. <laughs> you like it. Well, here's the thing, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was something I didn't realize, and that was that you have to keep that gear around if you ever want to, if you ever replace it and you want to team log it again, you have to keep that original piece that you team mugged. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I got rid of one. My cool horned one. The, the one I liked. The one that was a rare drop. The whole nine yards. Oh. So I was like, oh, man. So then I, I went to the auction house and I was buying some more. Hmm. Just to transmog it. Well, that's that's the point of having that void storage. I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. even though it's expensive to put it in and take it out. Yeah. I thought about you're... using the uh, recovery process now that Blizzard has. Mm. So let me do that. Do you know how but long now, ago it was? Uh, pff, maybe a week. Less than 30 days, definitely. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I've got now I got this cool I don't know it's it's part of an old gear set but it's like a cool hat it's just, and it's got a, a face mask and nice and then I got a really neat um, cloak that was like really long it goes all the way down to the ground and it's just wide and it matches really well so what color is it um, it's like a brownish gold thing it's just it looks really cool cloaks are cool because any class can wear them true that you know like yeah. everything else is specified by. Uh, armor type, yeah. but cloaks. Yeah, I mean, can wear. I like. We it. got. We picked up a really nice one from that um, Blackrock Spire run. It's like oh yeah, long and red. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I wear with it. But. Yeah, you picked that one up. I kept going. I was just killing stuff in that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a little bit of a uh, a shout out back to Middle Finger Bill, I, because I'm about to take uh, some of his well uh, well said advice, because I'm about to call somebody out. And I'm not going to beat around the bush about it. Okay. Hearthcast, our studio here, we now have internet access. Yay. <laughs> Through Bright House. And it's fantastic. Um, everything they said they were going to do, they did. And that's not who I'm calling out because they did a, they did a jam-up job. AT&T, however, failed. They failed. They lied to me three times. They did nothing right. They kept telling me that they did not service this building when the people across the hall, the entire building has access to 
AT&T's DSL. The landlords here said, use, that's who you should use. And AT&T kept telling me they don't have it. And then they'd say, oh, yes, we do. We need to do this. And then it would just cancel my order for no reason. Hmm. And this went along for three weeks. You know, multiple orders, multiple lies. And it just kept screwing up, screwing up, screwing up, screwing up. And so finally I called him out on Twitter. Again, using middle finger bills, reasoning that if you're going to call somebody out, call them out. So I did. And then some generic tech support person tried to help me. And so I told him, all right, you want my information? Here are the multiple order numbers that I have used. Here you go. Look up my information. They couldn't. And they wanted my contact information. I'm like, you don't get it. You guys lost. <laughs> you lied to me. And I've already got Bright House coming over here. Bright House is basically a cable provider, for those who don't know. Um, and they did a phenomenal job. Now, did you notice something when we were here with, with the Bright House installers? How many people do you think it takes to install a cable modem? I don't know anything about that, but I would guess one. Yeah. And how many people did you see while you were here? Two. Well, there were a total of four. Four. And I, just, I couldn't help but think that they're like, oh, y'all got to come see this place. <laughs> <laughs> they got dragons on the walls and stuff. <laughs> and then one guy's like, you guys a radio show? It was just it's it was fun. So yeah, I mean, big props to them to Bright House Networks for coming out here and, and getting us hooked up. Uh, love them. Um, so we're really happy with them. I use them also at work, ever at Riptide oh, in multiple locations. Um, they're not so good at in my neighborhood. We all use you know AT and T Uverse oh. at, in my neighborhood because Bright House for whatever reason just isn't so good there. Oh, we have so, like the bright. Bright House Ultra. Yeah, you got the fast stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, we got the fastest Uver stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't hear at the Hearthcast Studios. We don't really need it. Yeah. So we got, you know, we got a good package here. And um, yeah, kudos to them. Kudos to Bright House for giving, coming out here and hooking us up. We greatly appreciate it. you're turning 40 at this year. So welcome to the world of the middle age. Uh, as someone who's in their 40s, it's a great thing. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, bro. Thanks, man. 41. I retired last year from WOW. Remember the whole thing? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, not like we talked about that for a year. <laughs> Just kidding. Thank you for the birthday wishes, man. It was great. I got a lot of birthday wishes on, on, on the Facebooks. And on the Twitters and an email and on phone calls and anything else. But you know what? I didn't get so many on Facebook, on my personal Facebook. Yeah, because your birthday wasn't on your profile. Well, yeah, but you know why? You remember what I did, don't I you? I remember what you did. Yeah, it was, like in, it was like in October. I took my birthday off. And then this was like a couple years ago. In October, I took my birthday off Facebook. And then I said, I put a post out and I said, thank you for everybody who wished me a happy birthday yesterday. Complete ultimate troll because then I got like... Including your dad wishing me, oh, I forgot, I can't believe I missed your birthday, oh, happy birthday. And then, and well, here's the thing, this is how it almost backfired. 
I didn't realize how much work that was going to be. I thought it would be funny and be like, want to post and put it out. Uh-huh. But then people who know it wasn't my birthday, like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, delete. <laughs> my sister's <laughs> like, what are you doing? Delete. You know, my dad's like, it's not your birthday. Delete. You know, <laughs> so, trying to keep you from ruining yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, don't ruin this. Is fun. Quit it. So it was, uh, yeah, it was fun to do. But now people didn't. Everyone's but now like, you don't have any profiles. So <laughs> if people like, was it really your birthday? Was that in October? What's going on? So it was, it was pretty funny. Hey, we do have some other uh, emails. Why don't you read this one here? All right, we have one from Svendor. It says, Hi, Root and Freckle Face. I love to play the auction house, but with summer coming and things winding down and cataclysm and mist on the way, what is the best way to keep making bank during this slowdown? Well, I would say the uh, quick answer to that question is pets. Um, just go and grab some pets. You know much? I, I go over to Undercity. I pick up some cockroaches for like, I don't know, 40 silver. I don't know what it is. It's less than a gold. Yeah. And I go take them over. Well, I don't even take them over to neutral auctions. I just put them in my bank, and then I use a remote auction house to post them up on the neutral auction house, and I'm um, selling them for upwards of 40 gold. And I just list one at a time, one or two at a time. Typically, it's one at a time. And it's throughout the day, oh, it's sold, so I list another one. Oh, it's sold, so I list another one. And I do this. I mean, I'll buy 10, 20 at a time and then sell 10 or 20 during the week. And just, it's fun to do. With the the pet battle system coming up, pets are... Starting to be a little more expensive. I was checking the auction house today, and I think for like the cheapest pet I saw on the Horde auction house um, was like the mechanical squirrel for like 12 gold. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then everything else was like 40 gold or upwards of, you know, and and then up into the thousands of gold for the rarer pets. But um, yeah, pets, man, that is the way to go. Lower materials are going to be, you know, something to look into. Uh, Cold over at Cold's Gold Factory is doing a great um, series right now on stockpiling. And so I'd recommend that you go check that out. He's been on a couple other podcasts this month. Um, Listen to him. Check out Auction House Junkies or go to um, Cold's Gold Factory. Yeah, so go check out Cold's website and you will uh, get all the information you need to know about what to stockpile between now and uh, Mr. Pandaria. But I'll give you the, the short version of it. The short version of it is stuff that you know you will need as a low level. Insert profession here. So whatever profession you know enough about, go get the low-level mats because that's what's going to be big coming up. For the meantime, though, pets. Pets are doing great. That's what you need to have. So have that. We have another email from Spindory that says, Hi, Root and Freckleface. I just wanted to give a shout-out to the Horderly's Raid team for allowing me to sub in and heal last week. I had a blast. Well, I'm glad he's having fun because he was a lousy healer. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah, he did mention really heavy healer problems. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had the healer problems. The guy was, he was trying, right? Is he having too much fun? He, yeah, he was trying, as in my patience. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I think he was He was otherwise occupied doing something. No, nah, I'm kidding. He, he did a, a okay job. <laughs> we may ask him back. And Bonanera13 is a shout-out to my other co-host on the Eviscerated Gaming Pot podcast um which is res and cold and their twitters are resident evil where the e's are nines and then ss smith zero nine eleven where all the letters are the letters and the numbers the numbers yeah how's that work <laughs> their website is over at eviscerated.net go check them out yeah, they fun. have a great gaming podcast over there it's um they do talk about wow sometimes but they talk about a bunch of other stuff too well there are other games besides well well yeah you know that that's how it goes yeah, and that was Nick. It's Nick, Rez, and Cold on that podcast. Nick, Rez, and Cold. Today's totally tantalizing topic. Things Blizzard could do right now to eliminate WoW burnout. 
Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. Now, you know, Frank, there are a lot of things people are doing in the game right now to kind of avoid burnout. Because face it, when you've done the same in-game content, you know, uh, 16, 20 times, it gets pretty predictable. Um, and so a lot of people are doing different things. Uh, we've talked about this in the past where people have their own games they make up or they use some events that Blizzard has or they go places, they go exploring. In fact, we've de- dedicated pretty much, what, like like four episodes. Like episode 119 was mini games on World of Warcraft. Episode 118 was Mountain Run Fun. Episode 114 was frivolous and fun profession stuff. Episode 110 was freaky things to do and wow. So it's obvious that there are, you know, people who are looking for other things to do and wow. And the people are making up their own games, skydiving. I still want to go skydiving. Base jumping was fun. You know, it was fun. But base jumping yeah. was fun. I, I don't know why that – there's nothing to it, and I just liked it. It was just fun for me for whatever reason. So It was a surprise. It was. That's it's, that's exactly what it was. It was a, just out of nowhere. There it was, and I got that. You know, so it was fun. Now, so that got me thinking, what could Blizzard do? Like literally right now with a very small amount of time in a patch to actually make things – it may, may not even a patch. It may not need a patch. So this would really help move things along, I think, right now uh, where the game is. The first thing I think they should be able to do are, are GM events. And we talked about this a little bit the other night in our raid team, and some people had never really heard of a GM event. And so it's not really prevalent, I don't think, in the World of Warcraft. Um, when I played EverQuest, there were GM events all the time. And a GM event is basically where a GM can come in, a game master can come in, and spawn whatever they want to spawn and do whatever they want to do. So they may come in and spawn a single big mob who goes and attacks you know, a capital city. Now there are players doing this right now. Anyhow, where they're kiting, they've been doing this forever in WoW, where they kite in a high level boss into a a city and then people have to fight it off. Um, I used to go in, uh, in Hellfire in, uh, what's that one? The Hellfire Peninsula. The, um, the Fell Reaver? No, the the little town there. Oh, Honor Hold. Okay. I used to go into Honor Hold and I would, uh, Stand in a little statue there on my flying mount. I would drop down my um, inferno and then fly straight up. And that would cause my – I'd get out of range of him, but I was straight above him, so he wasn't like he was running around. And he would just aggro anything in sight, so people would have to fight him. And I got taught to by GM one time. He goes, like, hey, you having fun? I was like, yeah. And he goes, do you mind stopping? Not at all. <laughs> I'll be happy to do that. But that is what I'm kind of saying is, is GMs could do this on their own. They could spawn like, you know, a thousand – skeletons to go do a skeleton evasion or they could do whatever you know a bunch of pigs and go like you know, a swine <laughs> run or awesome. something it doesn't you never know they could do that just random completely random world event that the gms could do and it'd be really cool if they did that more of that maybe introduce some new guild perks you know give some uh give a guild something to go something to work for something to work for something yeah. to do and it doesn't have to be anything significant we have learned, and Blizzard should know by now, that if you give us a progress meter to fill up, guess what we're going to do? Gonna fill we're going to fill the stupid thing up. So you, you do something like, I don't know, uh, get everybody in your guild drunk at the same time. There you go. That'd be tough. <laughs> well, well, there you go. But what do you get for that? Okay, Wait, everyone, but you can't because it would consist of alts. All your mains. Oh, okay. or, you know, something. Or everybody in your raid group. Or whatever, you know, just something, you know, that, that would be more of a challenge. You know, every, all your mains would definitely be a challenge because that means you have to have everybody on at the same time. You know, so it, it'd be kind of cool just to do stuff like that. Just give us that. It's not that big of a deal on there. How about new clubs? You know, they have the Brew of the Month Club. 
That's one. Of I my, love it. Yeah, it's one of my favorite clubs to be in. Get mailed a drink. Every I month. get mailed a drink, and then um, then of course you and I talked about this because I'm like, okay, sometimes it works for me, sometimes it doesn't. And I was like, well, I think I'm missing out on something here. But I didn't realize you want me to go buy and back and buy more to get me a free sample, like they're drug dealers. <laughs> what? And I got to go back and, and buy more off my dealer. Why would you come up with a drug dealer? Well, that's what he's doing. He's sending me alcohol, and he's giving me one little thing. It's supposed to do something cool. And I go, okay, this dude could put some spring in your step. I got little flowers that follow me and everywhere. Oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, that was cool. And right, I'm done with that. I didn't realize you could buy back, buy and back more, uh, back and buy more either. So, uh, yeah, I mean that's cool. But give us, give us more stuff like that. Give me a food of the month club. Give me a, uh, amounts of the month club. That'd be great. We won't get <laughs> oh, that yeah, one. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but food of the month, you know, send me something. Uh, book of the month club. You'd like that oh, one. I would See, like that. Yeah. see what I mean? Give me something of the month. That would be fun to do. Um. One I think I would love to see, and I think this would actually help them in an issue that they're having, which is keeping people stuck in their major capital cities like Stormwind and Orgrimmar, is give me a buff for visiting all the capital cities within a certain amount of time, like 20 minutes or 10 minutes, make it more challenging. Visit all these capital cities, or not just the capital cities, but stuff close to the capital cities. If you said all the capital cities, mages would just be like, okay, I'm there and I'm done now. Right. But if you do that, like visit all these little places – if you visit these places, each you know some some NPC there will give you a piece of a shard of something, and when you get all ten, fifteen of them, whatever, those combine to give you an hour long buff of some sort, equivalent to a raid buff. So that would get people prior to their raids out of the capital cities, running around all these other cities across the planet, and getting that buff. And that's why you don't want it in the capital cities because then you just mage port everybody over there, but. You know, get away from that and get to places that mages can't board to. And it'd be kind of cool. Then give me a buff that lasts for an hour or so. What about throwing another vendor in here? And this is a cool vendor. I call this guy the amazing vendor of awesome stuff. This would be a random spawn in a random city who has limited quantity items. Ooh. So this guy spawns in any, and we'll put him in capital cities. I don't care. He spawns in any, any city. In a different location in any city, he could be you know, in a room somewhere. You don't know where this guy spawns. And when he does spawn, he has limited quantity items that you could either buy for yourself, like toys or weapons or who knows what. Um, he, even greater would be like stuff that you just for transmogging, mogging rather. So just, you know, stuff you could buy in limited quantity. If you wanted to resell that on the auction house, great. Make some gold. But I think it'd be kind of cool because... That's something like, say you ran across that guy, right? You're walking around, let's say, um, Dollaran, and there he is. You don't know how long he's going to be there. No. What do you do? Uh, spam and charge chat. Do you? No, he don't. He has limited quantity items. Oh, you take it, and then you spam it. He has limited quantity items. Yeah, you buy whatever you can. And then what? And then you tell people that he's there, so people come. I'd buy him. If I could, I'd buy everything he had. If it's all limited quantity items, I'm right. like, bye, 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 bye. Right. And now you didn't have anything more to sell. Right. And then I go, I just bought this. How much do you want to buy? Pay for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think I tell anybody. Unless it was like a guildie or something. Hey, here he is. And then they'd be like, hey, you're a warlock. Summon me. I'm like, yeah, I need two people. <laughs> 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 so it wouldn't work. But, yeah, I, it'd be awesome, I think. Now, if, if I was going to up the level of difficulty and give Blizzard a little bit of time to work on this, there's some other things I'd like to see them do that I think could eliminate a little bit of the doldrum that we're running into. 
How about some new holiday boss encounters? I'm not too big on the juggling of fire or, you know, the kind of events that you have to do, like the quest little, I don't like those. We have to go do stuff because I really think that's more for like what the uh, Dark Moon Fair has become. Leave that kind of juggling stuff in the Dark Moon Fair and all that. But if you had a holly boss that you could go kill, kind of like they do for Halloween and uh, I think there's one for summer. There's one for summer. There's one for the Halloween. There's one for the Valentine's Day. Yeah, give me something to go kill. Yeah. You know, just a super simple. And I know a lot of this stuff that, I'm, that, that we're going to cover here is going to be you know, probably taken care of in scenarios, but we're not there yet. And people get bored of scenarios, too. So give me more holiday bosses. Give me a limited boss that I can go kill and get some crazy loot that I can, you know, get and have fun with. They could, and this would be my one of my personal favorites. I call this guy the totally random boss of fight of randomness. And this would be a completely random boss that already exists in the game, completely random, who spawns at a random location. So you don't know where he's going to be. He just spawns at a random location, random boss. And this random boss that spawns in a random location also has random boss skill sets. So you could fight uh, Ragnaros, but he has the Lich King's abilities. I don't know how that would work for the, the animation. I don't know either. That's not my job to figure out. I'm just a creative here. <laughs> just an idea, man. I just spawn the idea in, 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 into uh-huh. the universe. I let them figure the rest of it out. See, but I think it'd be kind of cool, you know. Just you don't because that way you don't know how to prepare for the guy. You get in and like, oh, that's Rag here. He's gonna do this, and I'm like, wait a minute, why is he talking like the Lich King? <laughs> and they realize it's the Lich King. Okay, uh-huh. now we gotta fight him like this. And the location it would be cool too because now it's not like okay, you gotta hide behind the pillar like. What if it was a boss that everybody goes and runs behind a pillar because that boss has a silencing ability, but if you're behind a pillar, you don't get silenced. Oh. But now, you don't have a pillar to go hide behind. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You're like, uh-oh, we don't have a pillar. We're all going to get silenced. Um, and on top of all of this kind of stuff, he also has a random loot table. So you could be fighting Ragnaros with the Lich King's skill set and Deathwing's loot table. Who knows? Hmm. Totally random. Mm-hmm. Um, and that boss is only there for a limited amount of time. Totally random, you know? So it'll just be something kind of crazy. Oh, there it is. That could probably, if it was turned into a GM event as well, it could be kind of cool too. So that's kind of cool. I want a new weapon class. I want the weapon class that is unrepairable. What does that mean? That means that you can't take your weapon and get it repaired from the guy who does your weapon repairs. Your- okay, so it doesn't it doesn't break? It does break. It does break. It's unrepairable, not unbreakable. Oh. So you get to use this thing, and it, it, it starts to diminish over time. So it's like a limited... Yep. Oh, I Now, here's the thing. I like, like I saw um, our buddy Hotbox and all of his alts. He had another one of his alts who has two of Deathwing's... Uh, the sword that drops off a Deathwing. Mm-hmm. So he's got Titan's grip on his warrior, and he's got two of these massive swords. Yes, I said swords. In his hand. All right, hands two, two of them, dueling these bad boys. Right, they, they it looks like uh, Final Fantasy. You know the guy who runs around that huge sword. I mean that's what uh, that's what this guy looks like running around. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, look, Deathwing just totally wrecked the planet. You know, yeah, it only took you know twelve people or twenty five people, whatever, to go in and kill this guy, plus the aspects and everything else. But you got 
a sword made off of the you know the spine or whatever the scales of him. Who can repair that? And honestly, I don't think anybody. I know they do in Nazareth, but I don't think honestly, if it was like you know this is made from Deathwing's spleen and nobody knows how to repair this, and you had the spleen sword of Deathwing, but the more you used it, then it starts to break down a little bit because you know it's made out of a spleen. Come on, but. <laughs> But then it goes away. You know, now you can go put it in your bank for posterity or in the void storage or whatever. But you can say, yeah, I had that. I don't know how I feel about that. You could use it while it was good and then it would be gone. Uh, I like it. What about hot zones? What are hot zones? Hot zones. um, They have these in EverQuest, and I really miss them. A hot zone is where it changes based on the time of day. So in EverQuest, now you know, I know I talked about the Skeleton Army in the GM event, but that was, I was thinking about the hot zone as well. In EverQuest, they had a zone that during the day, it was just this open field, and it was fine. You could run through it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. It's like, what is this? It's a big open field. Okay, cool. Running through it. As soon as night came, skeletons came up from oh. the ground. And they moved like from north to south. Uh-huh. And so people would line up when they knew it was going to be dusk. they start lining up facing north. And they would. there's enough space where you could line up and not... Get anybody else's kills on. You're not going to be kill stealing. There's plenty of skeletons going to spawn. And you need to start fighting skeletons. Now, most of the people who were fighting the skeletons out there were like necromancers or people who were using of the bones for reagents. They were either putting them up on on their mules. They didn't really have an auction house at that time, so you actually had to have a character who would sit at Unluckland up in the moon. You had to be logged in the entire time for your guide. It was crazy. But... Um, yeah, so they're getting reagents from all these skeletons. So the only people who really needed were people who were either going to be getting for the guildies, alts, or whatever. So it wasn't like a massive uh, competition to kill these guys, but there was enough of them that you weren't messing with somebody else. And I remember running through that area as a lobby and dusk falling. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, and, like, you get little messages of the ground with tremble and all this other. I was scared to death I was going to get killed because they would. They would aggro you. And, mm. and so – I want more zones like that to kind of change based on, and I'm not talking about phasing. I'm thinking, I'm talking about like just an event that happens in that zone that you can go kill stuff with. The other thing I really want to see that could really eliminate a lot of the doldrum and boredom, I want some naval and air warfare. Oh, like where? Like any of the transportation systems, Horde or Alliance, the boats, the Zeppelins. I want to be able to go attack those. People do that now anyhow. Right. For, you know, for fun. Mm-hmm. Give me something to do. Give me give me at least an achievement for it, for going and attacking and, and taking over somebody's boat and then wrecking it, you know, because I don't know how to drive the boat. So I assume if I take over, if I go and kill the captain and the pilot, then I think it would wreck. And then once it wrecked, I could then swim down and get some treasure out of it or something. But... Then on the flip side of that is defending it. So if I'm if I'm in you know if I'm a, a horde and I'm defending my zeppelin, you know because I see some some alliance guy go attack the zeppelin, I go down there and defend the zeppelin, and you're fighting on the zeppelin. Number one, it's a closed area, so which is kind of cool to fight on. You do some PvP, and you defend it. You should get something for that too. You get the treasure. The captain, be like you saved my ship. Here, I have this treasure. You know, it'd be kind of cool. You don't think? It would be. There's some world PvP going on in too, though. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. It would be. I agree. I think it would be great. So those are some things that I think, whopping 10 things there, that Blizzard could do pretty much right now. Maybe a little bit of work in there, but uh, relatively quickly uh, to really uh, decrease the uh, the grind that sometimes people feel the game has become. So there you go. 
some add-ons. Freckle face. Yeah. Giggle fits? Giggle fits. Really? What's really? giving you giggle fits? Darnellify. Who if I? Darnellify. Darnellify. Dar- yes, Darnell from GameBreaker.tv. Blue Blues. No, Blizz Blues. Blizz Blues. Blizz Blues, not Blue Blues. See, why do you choose that? Why do we choose to call the guy Blue Blizz and oh, now there's Blizz Blues? Not us. Well, still, it's confusing. It don't matter. Um, no, but if you're a fan of that series, this add on is awesome because you can actually hear Darnell in your game. Hmm? You can hear Darnell in your game. He replaces his voice with some of the um, system messages and um, other sound effects. Do you have some examples? Um, for example, when you open up the auction house, he says, how am I going to get ripped off today? <laughs> <laughs> and then when you close it, he says, there goes all my money. There goes all my money. <laughs> <laughs> when you open up the mailbox, he says, oh, bills. Bills. And then you close it and it says, I ain't paying that one. <laughs> <laughs> but all of your error messages that your character can say, like, right. oh, I'm too far away. My character never says target. that. I turn I turn mine off too. I do do it, but my, he he would never say that. He wouldn't. No, because he has a manly goblin voice. Goblin voices, I don't think they're manly. Me neither. Yeah, um, but all those system error messages he'll replace with his voice as well. Nice. Like you're too far away. Just move over. Just go on and scoot up. See here, I don't know. I, my my problem with that and is that I, I like to be immersed into the game we've had a podcast about immersion one of our episodes yes, you're right you don't think that that pulls you away a little bit i'm i i get the entertainment factor mm-hmm. but i kind of like darnell for darnell in darnell's videos i hear you I, I understand your point to me right especially right now wow isn't all that immersive especially because you know when you log on and you've got trade chat going i turn trade chat off and guild chat and you're just kind of rushing through, trying to level your character, trying to get a raid together, whatever you're doing. I don't think the game right now is that immersive as in I'm in this world. All right. So basically, if I'm if I'm hearing you right, mm-hmm. um, you've got your 85s, you've seen the content, you've done the quest, you've done it all before. So now right. it's its entertainment purposes. So it's a means to an end. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. Now... You can configure this add-on by once you install it by doing slash darn, <laughs> which is funny in and of itself. Yes. Um, and each of the different sound effects you can turn off or on, because some of them I found them just to be too much. Like the one for the vendor, um, it goes on for too long, and I was sitting there kind of going back and forth between my bags and the vendor, and you know, so ended up turning it off because it was just too much. Anyway, I had to do that just to keep it from being keep it from being too much. Keep it from being like an overload is just right. you know, turn off some of the yeah. sound effects. Um, like when we were trying to do Karen, I mounted up on my... Um, Celestial Steed. Uh, no, yep. the, the Tyrone's one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize, because I had seen pictures that just said My Little Pony, turn off and on. Right. I didn't know what that was, so I kept it on. But the next thing I know, probably about you know 10 seconds after I mount up... I hear Donnell go, My Little Pony, My Little Pony. Hmm, can't believe they brought back the show. My Little And he sings like two <laughs> verses of the song. Oh, no. And this is in the middle of, like I said earlier, chatting. Yeah. Chatting online. We and had then, to stop. And the mumble and then husband. Yeah. 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 So you're. We're, we're talking online. We're talking event. You're talking to your husband. Yeah. And now you got Darnell singing My Little Pony in your head. Right. And nobody else can hear it. And you're still trying to talk. And I'm like, shut up. I'm trying to hear. <laughs> <laughs> My thing's gone. 
He said, I can't really communicate. So I'm just like, shut. Dirt. Dirt now. <laughs> like, what? That explains a lot. See, yeah. I didn't know. what You were like sensory overload that it day. Was. That was crazy. It was a little much. Yeah. I actually turned that off. I can't blame you. And then I turned it back on. I was like, okay, I just won't mount on that mount unless I'm ready to hear him sing My Little Pony five times. <laughs> just that mount is the only one he does it on? No, it's several of them. Oh. It does one for that golden dragon one that you have. Yeah. But I don't have it. So That's what I got for to... my birthday from you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Um... And for those of you who don't know, side note, if you've got the uh, the golden aspect dragon, aspect of the golden dragon, whatever uh-huh. it is, the big golden thing, uh, jump in the water with it. Oh. It it swims differently than it flies. Oh. And a lot of people don't know. When I first got it, I was running around telling people that. So if you don't know and you have that mount, go jump in the water with it because it's pretty cool. It's very cool. So, um, but yeah, I think even if you feel like eventually you want to use it, I think you should download it and just listen to all the different messages that it plays. Just listen to it and then deselect everything that go on with your game. I'll just wait till somebody makes a Darnell soundboard. All right, well... <laughs> I'll see. Maybe I will. I laughed. My hubby laughed. He almost resubscribed a while so he could play with that (laughs) add-on. Jeez. This is coming from the guy who refuses to come to meet up because I don't play well anymore. Really? (laughs) (laughs) But Darnell almost pulled him back in. Almost. 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 That's cool. That's cool. Looking for fail PST. Well, I told you I almost replaced this one with uh, me not having my flask earlier. Right. But uh, I have a pretty interesting story. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm playing Diablo a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. I like it. I can get in and uh, play, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes and be done. And so it's like a little filler for me. So I got home the other day and I'm playing Diablo. And some random person is now in my game. And... Just out of nowhere. And what happens when this random person jumps in, by the way, is that your companion, because you get a companion to fight with, he goes back to town. He's like, ah, too much, going home. Yep. And he's gone. I want to be the third wheel here. I don't know what you guys <laughs> right. got going on. <laughs> right. Well, sometimes you, have, company. You, know, sometimes you got three people. So, But yeah, he leaves. He's like, and I'm like, whoa, I needed that guy. He's, you know, he's my tank. I need him back. Because I have the, uh, um, the. Uh, Which doctor? No, that's who I play. I have uh I have the Templar as my guy, and so he's like a big tank. He's a knight. He keeps people away from me, so I like it because I am a witch doctor, and I play ranged DPS go figure. So I need someone to go take care of those guys. And now he's in here with this barbarian. I'm like, well, what is this going on? I've never played it. And here's the thing. I can understand, you know, if you want to play a multiplayer game with somebody, but here's a guy that I don't know who this person is. Never seen this guy before in my life. I don't know his game style. I don't know nothing. Don't know nothing from nothing, and this guy's in my game. And so I'm like, oh, hey. And then the first thing he does, we go around and kill these guys. And he goes, how many minutes is this away from killing the Skeleton King? Minutes. You can't (laughs) judge a game like Diablo by minutes. I'm like, I don't know, 10. You know, whatever. (laughs) But so we go on, we fight, we have an event. He's like, what's this all about? I'm like, what is this guy's like total noob. I'm like, what is this going on? I mean, just just kill people. Just kill. Just That's all you do in this game is kill. So kill and loot. Go do that. And... And then he goes, hey, you can have that thing off the guy. I don't want it. I was like, it's your loot table, dude. Because in Diablo, when you play multiplayer, the loot you see on the ground is your loot. Not, oh, It's not okay. common. It's not Everything normal. is yours. And I'm like, that's your loot. Go get it. Whatever. Goes, okay, I got to go back to town now. I'm like, what is going on? And so I'm getting a little frustrated. I'm not as friendly as I should be because mm-hmm. I don't know who this person is. I feel like I've been intruded in the whole nine yards. 
And so I'm like, um, and then I plus I had a little bit of wife aggro going on because he wanted me. We were so busy over the weekend and we had to wait till then to do birthday cake. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, yeah, it's time for birthday cake. Like, hey. So I'm like, hey, I'll be right back. I got some wife aggro. He's like, no, wife aggro. I'm like, <laughs> really? Okay. And then I come back after the birthday cake. Dude is gone. No surprise. And now I'm like, all right, dude's gone. But my Templar didn't come back. Oh, no. So I'm like, what, what the? I'm not fighting without my Templar. Well, something's up. So I go back to town because I got to go unload loot anyhow. And Meow the Snake is on. He's playing. And I'm, I start talking to him. I'm like, where do I go get my Templar back? Because, because I lost him because some dude got in my game. He's like, oh, that was probably another NPC. I'm like, no, no. This is some dude. This is some noob. Had no clue what was going on. Wrecked my whole evening. Coming in here. Didn't know how to play. Trying to loot my stuff, his stuff, whatever. And he goes, well, what was his name? I was like, it was Darth Jadar, which made me even matter because, you know, not that I'm a purist. But don't be no Darth in a, a Blizzard game. <laughs> don't take a Star Wars name and bring it in a Blizzard. That's like, I don't like the Legolas people or whatever. It's like, you know, be original. My character's name is Root. There you go. Well, check this out with my guy in, the, in my little fail group, right? right? I'm talking to Meow. I'm figuring out how to get my Templar back. And then I'm telling him some, you know, Yahoo been in my game. Tell him his name, the Jar- Darth Jadar guy. He goes, oh, that's Nate <laughs> from work. Oh. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. I mean, I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> and now I'm feeling really bad, Aww. really sheepish. I'm like, oh man, I was, I was kind of rude to this guy. Yeah. yeah, you know, I thought he was a noob. The guy, the guy's been playing. He's been playing Sword Tour. He's played WoW. He's played. He's a gamer. We have a lot of gamers yeah. at work. And he's wanting to get this whole. It gets a little worse because he's been wanting to put together. He sent out a whole email. He made it. We made an email group for the gamers, and he sent out an email to the gamer group. Uh, to get everybody into uh, in, in a Diablo and play Diablo like one or two nights a week and all this all this stuff. I didn't know it was him. So now I got to go back to him like the next day. I'm like, hey, Nate. Sorry about that last night, man. I said, what are you talking about? I was like, hey, I didn't know that was you. <laughs> and apparently he didn't realize I'd been being rude. He thought I was just, you know, busy or whatever, which does – Leave me. To, he he realized I was giving him not the attention I should have been giving. You know, it wasn't like, "Hey, dude, what's up?" But I never saw his name. Right. So I got to go back and see. He says he sees my name in there, but I got to go see where he saw it. I mean, I just wasn't paying attention. I don't know. But I mean, he's got a distinctive name. I would have recognized his real name. But oh, okay, so it didn't show up on your real ID friends. No, just Are you real ID friends them. Yes, because that's the only way for him to come in your game. Right. See, that's the other part of the fail that I figured out later. The only way someone can join my game is if I have real friend ID them. So right. I should know anybody who jumps in my game. I should know them. Right. And I didn't realize that either. I'm like, who's this clown? You know. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, it. Was rather uh, <laughs> rather interesting experience for that. So it was um, that was my fail for for that. So. Now, children, gather for a moment as we listen to another passage from the Book of Hoofit. Chapter 5, verse 23. Efficiency is the all-encompassing answer you can have. Multitasking leads to efficiency. Ease of use leads to efficiency. Reducing clutter leads to efficiency. Frank, what do you think we're talking about? Are you still talking about add-ons? Uh, no. No? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about macros. 
we had a conversation about macros in the chat room. Um, I use a lot of macros. Um, and we're kind of talking about them, and that's that's what came up. Basically, uh, if you if it's done properly, using the right macros for your character and your class and your role can make the game an, an overall better experience. It gives you more choices and options about how you prefer to play, and it makes you, you know, basically your goal easier to achieve. I've got macros for targeting. I've got macros for uh, mouse overs so I can apply my curses. I have macros for my soul stones so I can res people in the middle of a battle and not really worry about things. And so it does help a lot. I know there are people, I don't understand these people, like, like that don't play with, with macros. I don't play that many. If I can macro it, I'm going to macro it. And I don't know if that's because I've got a programming background or, or what, but, you know. And I, I, I think it is. I think they're hard, they're hard for me to understand. There's a lot of great websites out there for helping you understand macros. I mean, there's some that you can literally copy and paste in, but there are other ones that will um, allow you to test your macros. And they'll tell you, like, for instance, like, I get, if I grab a macro from somewhere, I can just see what that what it is doing by pasting into into a website. So it's kind of cool. So, yeah, I mean, macro, just do it because it makes the game that much better and that much easier. Learn to speak good noob. I mentioned earlier about putting in a ticket for that um, quest bug and getting response back. Yeah. And toward the end of it, you know, they, they had said basically they couldn't help me, but she wrapped it up with, I do hope my resolution was helpful or it was explained in a fair, honest manner. Well, what was wrong with that? She's the wrong manner. What do you mean she's the wrong manner? She used the homophone. The what? The homophone. The hom- I still don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. All right. Now, this is something that spell checkers aren't going to get. But there are words that sound the same. Okay. But they are spelled differently. And where it comes from, it's just H-O-M-O just means same. Okay. And the phone just record just refers to the audio. So words that sound the same. So what she meant was a fair and honest manner as in a way of being, a way of acting. M-A-N-N-E-R. Yes. But what she had written down was M-A-N-O-R. Like the Wayne Manor. Yes. Oh, okay. Like the Lord of the Manor. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Oh, no, it's not. Okay. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know where you get off. (laughs) Um. So, you know, and that's just something you have to watch for right now when you're communicating, when you're emailing, you know, personal or business or otherwise. Um, The homophones will get you. Will they? They will because, like I said, the spell tracker won't get it if you learn it the wrong way. Now, another thing to watch out for is homographs. What's that? A homograph is a word that looks the same but sounds different. In other words, H-O-M-O, same. Mm-hmm. A graph is something you look at, so it looks the same. A few examples of this. Invalid. What does that mean? Not valid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is an invalid? My DPS. Actually, my DPS is in- invalid, too. A person who is in a less than optimal physical state to do anything. Pretty much. Someone who's kind of in a permanent... Um, Sickness, illness. Right. They can't really get out of the house too much. An invalid. And it's pronounced differently depending on which word you're using. So it's different words. Spelled the same. Spelled the same. Gotcha. They look the same. 
um, like read and read. Read is in like you, you read something and once you're done, you've read it. All right, so you have words that sound the same, look word, the same. Words that sound the same, homophones, words, words that look the same, homographs. Okay. And then you have homonyms, which you might be familiar, familiar with. Help me out here, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that looks and sounds the same, but it means something different. Whoa. For example, bear as in... Hoof it to bear. Rawr. Yes, Rawr. as in that kind of bear the animal. Rawr. And then bear as a verb as in, you know, you bear a burden. Yeah. Yeah. Or bear as in bear bottom of a... Well, then that's spelled differently. Oh, that's oh okay. I'm sorry. I got you. Okay. So these are spelled the same, sound the same, mean something different. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, gotcha. So, bear and bear. Bear and bear. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me throw something else at you. Uh, I, I, it is too <laughs> early for this. <laughs> A capitonym. Capitonym. Yes. Those are words that change their meaning depending on if they're capitalized or not. Hmm. So, in other words, you you actually brought this up earlier. Oh, great. Throw that back at me. <laughs> Keys. Oh, yeah. Okay. What does it mean to us da- daily basis? A, a daily basis is what we use to open the door. Okay. And as Floridians. Uh, we have islands, like yes, the keys. the keys. Small group of islands. Yes. Um, then you have stuff like March. Key could also be like the, the prominent subject of something. That's true. The key thing. The key thing. That is yeah. correct. Then you also have a March. You know, March. like we're marching, and then you have the the uh, the calendar. Then you have the month. <laughs> the oh yeah, same thing with May. May May yeah. 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 Another interesting example of that is um, Polish or Polish. Polish, and it's yeah. actually pronounced differently. Yeah. So there you go. You got homophones, which sound the same. Homographs, which look the same. Homonyms, which look and sound the same. I have a, a, a kind of a, almost like a looking for fail example. Okay, what's that? When, and this was like, <laughs> this is where it's bad. Um, this goes back, this is this is how traumatic it was. This was fourth grade, and I remember it. Oh, no. That's how bad it was. Okay. Uh, freckle face. What's yeah. black and white and red all over? A newspaper. Okay. Yeah. It was like fourth grade when I when it wasn't R-E-D, it was R-E-A-D. Okay. That's when that dawned on me. Okay. Like, like up until that point in my childhood, I thought I just didn't get the joke because everybody else would laugh. I'm like, I don't get it. It's not, it's not the you color red. It's not red. It's not red. I don't get this. This is stupid, you know? <laughs> and I just, like, everybody else laughs. So I just <laughs> laugh along with them. I don't want to be the guy who doesn't get the joke. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the back of our little Datsun. I remember we had a little white Datsun, a little mm-hmm. four-door white Datsun. We were in Panama. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> red. And my dad's like, what? I'm like, the newspaper. It's black and white and red all <laughs> over. And he goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "Like red, like 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 you read it, dad?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's funny, right?" Son? <laughs> What's your mama putting in your thermos these days? <laughs> Just, yeah, so yeah, it didn't dawn That's on me. That's funny. That's yeah. the basis of a lot of jokes. If you didn't have these. I know. Um, how many phones are going to have a lot of jokes? Yeah, so, yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. So, But you know the other thing about it is, like, it, it, the, the root of this issue is this person used, didn't get, caught, didn't get caught by spell check, you know, if they even have spell check at, at Blizzard, I don't know. I'm sure they do. Most programs have it. But 
it now appears that they are, quote unquote, less than professional because they have a typo. Right. Now, they may not be. I mean, bar none, uh, Blizzard customer support is phenomenal. It is. But there is, when anytime someone uses a, a, a misspelling or, or the wrong word, if you're in any kind of a, uh, what's a, any kind of a tense situation with them, mm-hmm. like something, you're having a, a more than casual conversation. If they use something that is incorrect, misspelling, mis- like this, this case with them, if I'm in an argument with them, I'm going to harp all over that. I am just going to be like, you know what, argument, I set that aside because now the argument is invalid, and I'm going to concentrate on their typo or their <laughs> or their mistake. I'm yeah. like, oh, you want to argue about that? You can't even use the right word for manner versus manner. Why should I listen to your argument? It's now invalid. Right. You, you, give, invalid. you give someone the upper hand to correct you. Yeah. 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 I jump all over that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cool. Yeah. I guess. Well, thanks for the English know. lesson, Freck. I don't know. I didn't say anything back to the GM, though. I was thinking oh. about it, but it wouldn't well, be most people. No, because then you could get free gold. Oh, that's how you do it? Yeah. If you, if you catch a GM using the wrong. Catch a GM using the wrong. Hama <laughs> what? Homophone. Homophone and get free gold. That's how it works. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A game. You'd better be ready. You'd better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. Hi, everybody. If you hear my voice now, it's just because I am not dead from my sickness, nor am I live in the show because there is no interwebs in the new studio yet. But do not fret, my dear listeners. I still have a segment for you guys. And this week, my tip has to do with Miss Pandaria as well as the auction house. And have to make some good money on there. Now recently, data miners have found out that the developers have put items for Brewfest, as well as Howl's End, that would be associated with the item level of Mists of Pandaria. So what this means is, we're getting ever and ever closer to the release date of Mists of Pandaria. So, first thing that you can do to help yourself when Mists of Pandaria comes out, is to get as many pets as possible. So then you have as many in your arsenal that you want for the pet battles. The good thing about getting as many pets as possible, when you get 50, 75, 100, which is nuts the squirrel, my personal fave, and 125, you get another pet. The reason why nuts the squirrel is my favorite, he's just so adorable. And he also tosses a nut at somebody's head and it goes doing. Anyways, so there's a really good add-on to help you find as many pets as possible especially all the rare ones. It's called Collectinator. What Collectinator does is it scans all your mini pets that you have on that character and tells you where all the rare pets that you can find are located. And it will also work for mounts as well. And while you're on the adventure for finding as many rare pets as possible, you can make a quick buck at it too. Go to each one of your faction cities and pick up as many of your faction pets as possible and put them on the auction house at probably two or three out of time. You can sell them for maybe 200 gold, 100 gold at least. And so then you're at least making a 200 times profit on what used to be just silver bought from a vendor. You can also go to your opposite faction cities and buy their mini pets. Sell them to yourself using the cross-server auction house, which is found in Winterspring, Gadget, and Booty Bay. 
and then sell them on your own auction house, making even more money since they're a lot harder to get. And hey, if you only need two more pets, you can always buy the collector's edition of Diablo 3, where you get the fetish shaman, and you can also get an authenticator, which I had talked about last episode. And with the authenticator, you get the core hound pup. Heroism not included. I personally have both of these, and apparently there's been a large rise in hackers with Diablo 3 being released. Because World of Warcraft and Diablo 3 are connected together via Battle.net, hackers have found that your Battle.net account is even more valuable now. So my suspicions from last segment were right. So once again, that add-on is called Collectinator, and you can download it from Curse. You can also check out the website openraid.us for more information on cross-server raiding, and you can try it out yourself. Tweet me out at Richard underscore Harlow, and send any comments to contribute at hearthcast.com. You can also check out my YouTube channel, at Ricardo Harlow. Anyways, I only came out of the burning house just long enough to be able to record this segment. So, I'm off to kill some demons, some wonderful demons in Diablo 3. Alright, so check it out. Um, thanks, Rick. Um, that's a weird thing about when you when you have a show with recorded segments because now we do have the interwebs in here. <laughs> right. Um, well, it's just been the past couple days. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. No, we'll get them on. We'll we'll do the open raid thing for sure. And I'm gonna go get that. There's a lot of Nader add-ons now, yeah. like Reforginator, Collectinator, all these other things. So that's kind of cool that that's happening. I downloaded Reforginator. Did you? I haven't you used think? it yet. Well, here's it. You know, when, Mirag, we and Horderly's. Uh, we took another big look at Ask Mr. Robot. They were just recently interviewed on Convert to Raid. Um, and that caused Hoofit to go back and take another strong look at Ask Mr. Robot. Because you and I, we talked about them, what, six, seven months ago, whenever it right. was, a long time ago. And since the time we talked about them, they've revamped their website. It's made it a lot easier to use. We talked about that on the show as well. And now, uh, because of the um, Convert to Raid, interview with them, which they did a fantastic job. Highly recommend going and listening to that podcast. Uh, they did a great job over there uh, all the time anyhow, but they did a really good job in this interview with them. Um, Hoofit went back and basically did a walkthrough on how to use Ask Mr. Robot because it's, for some people, not intuitive. Um, yes, you can go there. You can say, here's my character. Here's my server. Optimize. But there are some filters you can set, and there's some other things you can do to make sure you're getting the best out of it. Now, one of the things that we found in our little bit of research that we did on the Hordleys was that in order for Reforginator and Ask Mr. Robot to agree on what you should do, you have to um, tell Ask Mr. Robot to not pay attention to uh, Epic Gems and to not give you your speed enhance. It considers a speed enhance on your boots uh, more more better <laughs> than um, than like a haste or whatever, any kind of other um, enchant you could do on your, on, your, on your boots. So if you take off the movement and you take off the Epic Gems, then Reforginator and Asmus Robot agreed on what we should do. So there you go. Right. And uh, going back to Richard's segment, and he mentioned um, for selling the pets, selling, you know, putting something in the auction house yeah. and selling it to yourself. Yeah. Whatever in... Forgets until they go and actually do it. You can't buy your own auctions, right? Even if it's a different faction. Yeah. So if you're going to try to transfer something from a horde to alliance, get another player. You have to get a friend. Yep, or another account. 
Well, yeah, but who's going to go pay for a second and can't do that? A lot of people who are into making money in the auction house. Not me. Well, I'll just put it that way, not me. Well, I was going to say, you could use Canon Faces. I have two accounts. Well, but then, well I'd have to reboot his account, yeah. though. Yeah. I have um, uh, my son's, yeah. 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 Sirens. He's never on. Is it still, on, still active? It's still active because I, yeah. I don't know. There's part of me goes, no, I'm not going to cancel his account. I don't want to do that. But he, he, the dude's got two broken arms right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's almost done. Cast off this week. At least one of them, maybe two of them. So, and then we done with school in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he took a look at Diablo the other day, and I think he's more interested in that type of yeah. game than uh, than World of Warcraft. So I can see that. So we'll give him a, a, a look out there. Uh, so that's cool. That is awesomely cool. Oh, hey, Freck. Oh boy. You're in the hot seat. It's the hot seat time for you, darling. Oh, boy. Got some hot seat questions. Uh, this week's Ask Freckleface Hot Seat Questions is sponsored by me. No, oh, I'm really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, let's see. Grand Old Podcast. Uh, that's Sayamara's V's podcast. That's true. Uh, you can head over to grandoldpodcast.blogspot.com and uh, listen to them. Check them out on iTunes. Check them out on iTunes. It's a pretty good podcast. Grand Old Podcast asks this question to you, Freckleface. What is the cutest thing you have ever seen? Well, I have it on video. You have it on video? Yeah. When my niece was only weeks old, I filmed her while she was sleeping. And she just did this little thing where she kind of smiled in her sleep. And then turned her head, and then she yawned, and then she woke herself up by yawning, and then looked like really confused, <laughs> and then she kind of like relaxed and like oh whatever, and then we went to sleep. It's adorable. We should make a gif out of that. And, should yeah, put it up on the inner tubes. I mean, babies that are that little, so adorable. I'm telling you, we should rip it, and make a gif. Yeah, just do that. Yeah. Hook me up with the video. I'll make a gif for you. Now my other niece, she's one now. Okay. Because the oldest one's four. Right. But she's obsessed with purses. She gets anywhere near a purse, she'll put it on and just start walking around with it. How about that? I know. So she'll try to get mine. And the funniest thing is, like, she'll put it over her shoulder. And then she'll try to stand up, and then she'll fall back down again because it's too heavy. <laughs> I was just thinking that. And it's like back in my head because that's how my mind works. Uh-huh. That I would want to get a purse and, like, like put lead in it or something really heavy. <laughs> and watch her, like, <laughs> It's not even that heavy. It's just, like, whatever I carry around. And she just... She, I don't know. She just has this thing in the purses. She sees them. She puts them on her shoulder. She walks around. That's what like, you do. Just struts around with little purses. <laughs> okay. What well, about in game? What about in, in, game? in the world of Warcraft? Oh, the cutest thing in WoW. Um, it's a toss-up between the penguins and Ice Crown, especially when you can get the um, the critter bites and have them follow you around. Oh. oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah. And also the urgent squire, if you like get the that. bridle for him. You'll get a little pony. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't like that area. I, I, I rained all over your parade, Frank. I apologize. Yes, it is adorable <laughs> when you get him his little bridle, and then you mount up, and then he mounts up on his little pony, and then it has to run just as fast to be able to keep up with you. I laugh when I'm on my mount, like a flying mount, uh-huh. and I'm... Um, slightly above the ground, so like and you my, see a little yeah, because yeah, it hasn't despawned <laughs> and it's trying its best to keep up with I you. Know. It's like, come on, you can do it, little buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So okay, I'll give you that one. Okay. I, I apologize for raining in your parade. 
You have another question here from Dark Flib. Your buddy Dark Flib. Mm. You look forward to these. <laughs> you know you do. Have you ever screamed out loud in fear from the game of WoW? I have not screamed out loud, no. I'm not usually a screamer unless it's a bug, because if I literally don't know what it is, there's something internally, I think, that keeps me from you mean insects? being vocal. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like a glitch or like something. Insects, like a spider or something. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. that. I'll scream because... Yeah. Don't look behind you then right now. My... Oh, stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> of mine, it's like, okay, somewhere in my mind, I knew it's a bug. Right. But if I don't know what it is, yeah. I think the fear just keeps me from saying anything, because oh. if it really is something scary... I don't want to draw attention to myself. Like, something in my mind just keeps me... I just internalize it. Oh. Okay. So, I'm not a screamer, usually. Uh, you ever played a game that, that caused you to shout or something? Did scared you? No, yeah, no. I did once. What was that? Um, it was one of the Resident Evil games. This is back in, like, when PlayStation first had their consoles. And I went and got a console, bought the console, and I was over at my buddy's house. Took it over there. His wife was gone. We're babysitting his kid. I guess it's not really babysitting. It's your kid. Watching his son, whatever. <laughs> And someone's like at that, that toddler age where they talk, you know? Yeah. Parents. Yeah, that, that, that's the right one. And uh, we're walking. Down, it's just a one-player game. We're kind of taking turns playing. And we're, like, walking down this hall. And some dude jumps out of the wall, busts down the wall, and grabs us, right? And and I, I'm normally a, a nice guy, you know? I don't, oh, yeah. I don't use uh, profanity too no, much. No. Um, I don't take deities' names in vain. No. But I bust out with the whole JC thing because it just, I was it scared me and I just JC <laughs> well little parrot boy oh no <laughs> he starts JC and I'm like oh no 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 Jonathan please no please don't. it took me the rest of the night to get him to forget <laughs> how'd you get him to forget uh, we were yelling other other words like uh. woohoo and you know party. <laughs> And we love you, Mom. And all oranges. That. Oranges. Yeah. You know, anything else. Because that's the last thing I needed was was his mom to come home and he bust out with the JC. Like, oh, right yeah. that. <laughs> Be the last time I'm invited over to their house. Um, that was rather embarrassing. That's so, funny. That was funny. Uh, we have another question here from Chris Ed. Oh. Or Chris. I guess there's only one S. So it's Chris Ed. Have you ever jumped? Have you jumped in the deep end of the pool yet? No. I haven't even actually been to the pool in a while. You haven't been to the pool? No. Oh. Well, good. It's good you haven't been to the game. <laughs> what? It's good you haven't been online. I've been online. You haven't I been to the game. Been to that server. Oh, you have? Oh, okay. So you're just not you're just not you're not in the pool, huh? You're not doing the pool. Oh uh, I may go back to the pool. I just haven't lately. Yeah. <laughs> you said that was play. I was well. That's good. That's all the hot seat questions we have for you this week. Um, so, got a question for Freckleface? Tweet it to Hearthcast Root. Yeah, you do that, and uh, I'll ask her that question in the hot seat section. I might have to put you in the hot seat more often. No, I didn't. Why no. not? That's I, I, did, funny. I was uncomfortable. You were, oh, and I'm not. Not for me. <laughs> Your logic is infallible, my friend. <laughs> that's, that's right, whatever that means. So, Freck, you got anything on the line for uh, for next week? Uh, well, you know, I, I had signed up some tunes for Open Raid, and I intend to actually sign up for Raid and go through with it and yeah. 
Yeah, I I've guess. tried. I, I have a feeling, and it's not going to be as maybe it'll be easier than than like general chat or yeah. trade chat or whatever. But I think it's going to run the same kind of problems. But I'm doing that too. Well, I like to plan ahead. It's my thing. I, I don't yeah. like saying, okay, I want to do Firelands now, going to trade chat. And find out. Firelands. Right. Yeah. This allows you to at least get an upper hand on that. So I think it's going to be cool. Go, okay, play, a group is planning on going Saturday night. Am I right. free Saturday night? There you go. Yeah, there you go. So. And then put that in your – what I'm doing with that now is <laughs> is putting it in my Google Calendar, my personal Google Calendar, oh. so that the so Mrs. Root knows that I have a raid plan so I don't get pathetic talk to me again. So <laughs> just net the pathetic, just the way she said it. I was like, oh, man. Disdain. I don't know what that means. Um, so <laughs> I had a flashback to Hee Haw for some reason. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It just – get out of my mind. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, yeah, hopefully my fishing will be done. I've got one more – Fishing quest, but now I don't have to do them all. So <laughs> glad I'm glad you helped me with that. So that, I'm doing that, and we got some raids. Hopefully, get our, uh, our 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 rogue his legendary daggers, and then do some alts and yeah, what's going on? Yeah, and I want to do the open raid thing. I really want to go experience Fireland. So really want to get that done. So that's that's about it. Uh, hey, everybody, you can be part of next week's show by sending your questions, comments, or any other feedback using our website submission form over at hearthcast.com. You can email us at contribute at hearthcast.com. You can call the Hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342, just like Safety One did. You can send us a post via Facebook or facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. You can tweet us. I'm at hearthcast root, Frex at hearthcast freck, and the general show is just at hearthcast. And always, if you could, please use the hashtag hearthcast. We'd again like to thank our sponsors, ReduceTheLag.com and Alley Artwork on YouTube. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or you can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Roots and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Root and Freckleface next week again. HearthCast, a shout out all to your guildmates. Let's have fun and go on raids. We'll inform about in-game events. At auction house secrets, you know the best. Cataclysm grinding and go to the world of Warcrafts. Softcore players. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week. Hey everybody, this is Root again. And I just wanted to bring uh, something to everybody's attention here. A great podcast, uh, Lesser Nerds, over at LesserNerds.com. Uh, they had their final episode last week, episode 123. Uh, they've been online for a couple years now, and uh, just the show has been the show, and it's been a phenomenal show. It's been a great show, wonderfully produced show. Um, if you listen to them, you'll hear the voice of Art Carlson, uh, who also does a lot of our voiceover work here at HearthCast and other podcasts that I produce. And um, he and Crash Boy, you know, the show has run its show. It's It's been there. It's been a great show. It's a great nerd show for a lot of stuff of just – regular nerdy news, and their last episode, episode 123, I highly recommend listening to at least that one. I think you'll get hooked on the rest, but um, we kind of pull the curtain back on this production that they've had for the last couple of years, kind of give away some of the uh, the secrets, kind of give you a peek behind the curtain, as it were, as to how they produced their show. So if you're into podcasting or um, into kind of like reveals for shows, 
then yeah, give that one a listen. Now, if you are in, you know, you may want to start with like 120 so that you can actually, you know, the reveal is worth it <laughs> to you maybe. Uh, but if you, yeah, it's a great show. And I wish Art and Crash Boy and their entire team uh, the most success. They're, they're going to be around. They're still going to do the Twitter feed and the updates to their website. And I'm pretty sure that Art and Crash Boy will come back and do something else. And I look forward to their next project because these guys are just phenomenal guys. And, of course, they both uh, just so creative and, and funny and witty and all that kind of stuff um, that I really do look forward to their their next endeavor. But go check out LesserNerds.com and uh, just – so it's another podcast that's gone silent and uh, one that we'll surely miss.